Welcome to episode three. So excited to have you back with me. I'm very much looking forward to sharing my guest with you today. This is my first guest. So um, my friend Lauren's going to be on here and we're going to be talking about um, clothing and why why does women's clothing have so many different varieties and sizes that should be consistent? Because if you think about it, when a guy goes to the store, their shirt's a medium, he's a medium. There might be like a little bit of wiggle room there, but when you think about when you go to the store, aren't you or don't you have that like, okay, I'm a 36 in these jeans and I'm a size 8 in this dress and I'm a size 12 in this brand and so we always have to go and it just makes us feel awful but you know it really doesn't matter what size is on it as long as it fits you and it makes your body look good and you feel confident it doesn't matter it really doesn't matter what's on the tag are people going to come around and be like "Ooh, let me look at the tag and see oh my gosh you're in a size 16 like oh my gosh, no, it should just, we should not let the sizes dictate whether we buy something or not that's going to look good on our body. Because it's more psychological than anything as we say to ourselves, like, I don't want to go over this pound on the scale, just like I don't want to go up a size and whatever it is. But we have to be realistic that depending on what brand it is, like your sizes aren't going to be what you normally are and that shouldn't impact your self-image and how you feel about yourself. Do y'all remember double zero and that was a thing like at Hollister and Abercrombie? Double zero, I thought that was stupid. I think at one point there was a triple zero and while those sizes need to exist, it's the fact that you're saying like it's less than zero. It's just crazy to me. Um, I think it's better when you say it's a petite size, whatever, unless people that are a smaller frame don't like being called petite, then we can come up with something else for you. Here in a moment when I talk to Lauren, we will use the term big boned and it was because I didn't know what we should call it because it's like we don't want to fat shame but you know some of us are fluffier and we know that's what it is um so for lack of better words I did say big boned I think once or twice um but that's another thing like is there a better way for us to talk about ourselves when we have that extra weight on um so that it's not a negative thing we're going to share a microphone. <laughs> I'm so excited to so, be this close to you. Yes, we're so close. So close. Um, so I have my friend Lauren here with me today. Hi, everyone. And she has tons of retail management experience. Tons and tons of seeing the bullshit between men's and women's clothing. Go ahead. <laughs> so we were talking about it a little bit the other day, like what the difference is because you had talked to a customer about how you have to grab a bunch of different sizes of the same thing yeah. to figure out if it fits you or not. Yeah, so, you know, I was talking to this customer, and she's our typical from 40 to 60 age customer, and she just kind of starts laughing when I ask her what she's shopping for and what she came in for, and she said she needs some jeans. However, she has a handful sizes ranging anywhere from 26 waist all the way up to a size 8 to a 31 size waist so again you gotta do like all different sizes yes, it's stupid you don't know. yes and then she starts laughing and she's like you know 
When my husband walks in, he walks straight to a 32 waist, 32 length, and he's good to go. He doesn't even have to try it on. That's just some bullshit. And I started thinking about it, and I was like, yeah. It is bullshit. It is bullshit. <laughs> and, I mean, I really started thinking about it. I was like, I, every time I buy my husband a shirt, sometimes he's a small, sometimes he's a medium. But for the most part, I can go in, walk in, buy him a medium, and it fits him just fine. Right. Without him there, without him trying it on, and nine times out of ten, I do not have to return it. Me, on the other hand, I walk into a store, and I could be a medium, I could be a large, I could be an extra large. Now, I am your average woman. I have big tatas. I'm like a size 8, 10, usually should be like a medium large. Again, I have a whole range that I have to go through, and I hate trying on. Yes, same. I hate taking off my clothes. (laughs) And a public place behind uh, a closed door. Okay, okay. So, yeah, it's just some bullshit. It is. No, it is bullshit (laughs) because, like you said, guys aren't dealing with that. So we go into a store and, like, why is it not a consistent measurement? Just, like, shoes. It's because a man. should be, right? A man created it. Ralph Lauren, guess who owns it? A man. (laughs) Tommy Hilfiger, guess who owns it? A man. Calvin Klein, guess who owns it? A man. A man. <laughs> it's a man. <laughs> <laughs> and I think they don't know how to size us women. <laughs> well, they don't. And then you have the designers that are designing for, like, people in Hollywood now. And you have women that are like, oh, they won't even do my size. And it's like a size six or eight, yeah. which is what all of us wear. And they're yeah. like, oh, oh, no. Oh, no, I'm a plus size in whatever design that is. <laughs> right. So how is that where... We're, we're what's normal, we're what's average, we're what the majority yeah. is, and so they're not yeah. making it for us, because why? Why do you think no, that is? No, no. I don't know, but I walk in and there's nothing but crop tops. Again, Ugh. like, can't <laughs> shop. I hate to try on, and especially hate it when I walk into a store and every other top is a fucking crop top. Praise Sorry. No. <laughs> Sorry for that bone, but... It's some bullshit. Again, it's just some bullshit. I, um, you know, it's it's the body image thing. And it's very disappointing whenever, you know, my 11-year-old niece and my 5-year-old niece are looking at videos and games and magazines with me. And then we walk into a store and they're picking out all the cute little, like, crop tops. And they're picking out the really skimpy little onesie things to put underneath their jeans and it's cute I get it but at the same time like we're already conditioning five-year-olds and 12-year-olds to know hey you got to be skinny you got to be little or you got to look a certain way and you're gonna walk into the store and nine times out of ten nothing's gonna fit you my poor 12-year-old like she can't find anything I took her shopping and you know Chloe was just oh, this is really cute. And she tried it on and it doesn't fit her. And it's already starting. Yeah. Already starting. Well, yeah, they do it then because they have to condition us, yes. like you said. Yes. So what are your thoughts on, um, let's say, bigger boned, bigger yeah. women wearing crop tops? And I love like it. Own it. Rocket girl. I rock crop tops are not for me that's how I feel it's not for me but I'm like good for you if you feel confident enough to wear that and I do like um you know now that people are starting to be 
quote unquote woke <laughs> slash enlightened. Um, we are seeing more and more on TikTok of these women who are more comfortable in showing how an average body, yes. again, average body. Yes. You go back to the 30s, the 20s, the 40s, yes. and an average body was what I looked like <laughs> or look like. Um, but, you know, they're showing you how to outfit these crop tops, the onesie jumpsuits, the high-waisted shorts, um, and showing you that it can and you can be confident and rock it and not worry about what other people are going to think. And I think more and more of that has come out. And I, like I said, I love it when I see a woman who's big boned and, you know, a little, maybe a little bit more risque than my style. And she's out there and she's rocking it. She's feeling comfortable. She's feeling sexy. And I just, it makes me happy. I walk by, I tell her how great she looks. Oh my gosh, I love your top. I love your shorts, whatever it is. And then I keep going about my day and hopefully, you know, that just builds on what she already has, which is a lot of confidence. Yeah. Um, but she also understands that society doesn't get to tell her what she can and can't wear. Mm, yes. And I love that. And I think that the more and more that the people are comfortable going out there like that, the more and more we won't look at it as oh I've got to be skinny to wear this crop top or I've got to be like a four or whatever it is we all have our body things I think that's everyone mine's my stomach so I'll never wear a crop top same <laughs> same so that was one of the things I was kind of talking about in my last episode is that like we're not meant to have flat stomachs the flat no. stomachs that everyone's chasing like no. that's not how your body's meant to function nope. and be so I don't know why we're chasing the unattainable nope and then going back, so I went to the. I've never had a flat stomach. Well, no, because you're and not I was a size to. double zero. Because you're not supposed again, to. <laughs> not supposed to. Never have had one, and it's okay, and I love it, and I'm very confident. <laughs> so I went to the Monet Impressionist um, little what they call it, the immersive experience, mm-hmm. and so you have our like Renaissance women yeah. that are more curvaceous. Yes, I Things like are that. A little more plump. Yes, and I was like, that is the body. That yes. is the body type, and that was what that was like royalty. Yes, yep. that's what you wanted. I'm like, can we go back to those times? Because that those means you body ate. types, those body types <laughs> are the ones that we all have. Yes. and it looked good. I was like, damn, yes, ma'am. So that's why we just need to be more confident when it's ourselves. Yes, I say rocket, <laughs> rocket, rocket. Rocket, rocket. But I still hate that um, a woman has to go in and try on five different sizes to find the right size when she knows she's a medium. That's all. (laughs) (laughs) And that is it. I really liked uh, what Lauren brought up about the fact that there's average built women that are showing how you can style things that are... Uh, trending right now that are fashionable and make it work for your body and I think that's really what it's all about too if there's something that you're like oh I want to wear that and I shouldn't have to be a certain size to do that do it and find what works best for your body and experiment and play and that's part of what fashion should be is being able to express yourself as well as building that confidence that we've been talking about I think the other thing that's interesting is the fact that there are brands that choose to not sell sizes over, like over a certain size. There's many um, retailers that stop their sizes at 12, at 10. Um, And so to me, that says like, if you weigh more than that, if your body doesn't fit into these clothes, then like you're not worthy to 
wear this brand. And so that already messes with your psyche. Um, so designers have the opportunity to size however they would want. Um, and something that I was reading on the list.com was sales go up when dress sizes go down. Women feel better and therefore buy more when they fit into a size smaller than expected. This psychological trick may benefit companies, but it wreaks havoc on havoc on a consumer's psyche. So again, it's it's all messing with how you feel about yourself and how you fit into society and what their expectation is for how you should look. Because again, who who gets to decide what the standard of beauty is? We should decide what the standard of beauty is for ourselves and not let other people dictate that for us. I came across an article in Time Magazine at time.com and it talked about when sizing started to develop and it didn't really start to develop until the 1940s and I thought it was really interesting because it was based more off of your age. So a size 16 would have been for a 16 year old. And then for women, it was about the bust measurement. And so that was all that was considered. So that's even more true cookie cutter. You expect all 16-year-olds to be about the same size and then just add a variation for your bust size. Like, that just sounds ridiculous. <laughs> um, but it was the other ideas, like, the women could sew and alter and do all that. But then... Um, there was another example, like talking about Marilyn Monroe. Yes. So we went from a size 16 being a model in the 40s to a size 12 in the 60s. And then Marilyn Monroe was a 12 in the 60s, which would now be a size 6. So that's another thing, too, is when we hear like Marilyn Monroe is a size 12, like you think about our size 12. It's all about how, um, you know, what the culture is looking at in terms of what the average and the standard is, but it also doesn't make sense for now, today's times, because size, you know, 16, 18, 14 is considered plus size when that's the majority of women out there right now. And as long as you're healthy, I don't understand because, <laughs> or maybe this is an initiative from the government to get us to lose weight. This is to fight the obesity issue in the United States. No, that's very conspiracy theory, but it also might be right. Who knows, guys? Who knows? Okay, while we're at it, let's talk about Florence Pugh and the pink Valentino dress. Um, I'm curious if your team free the nipple or not, and I think right now because it's hotter than Hades nutsack outside in Texas and many other states right now um you gotta do what makes you feel comfortable because I know I threw on a dress the other day because I did not have to put on a bra on and I could get at least a little breeze up in that dress um <laughs> but I think one of the 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 crazy things about it to me was that men were commenting more on like about her breast size and what her nipples look like so it wasn't necessarily that they were showing it was that they were talking shit about what it looked like so it was like if, if she was a woman that had larger um, perkier breasts then it's like they would have had less to say about it which is just ridiculous to me and her boobs look nice by the way I mean boobs are boobs but like 
everybody's boobs are different. Everybody's like vagina is different. Dick is different. All all the parts are different, and that doesn't make them any less beautiful. Okay. But back to boobs for a sec. <laughs> um, I was also telling somebody the other day because I had to dress up. It was when we uh, I was went to a graduation. And so I put on a real bra to go under the stress. And oh my gosh, it's so painful. I wear sports bras all the time. Like on the daily, I'm wearing a sports bra. And it was like the little wire, like the under parts like poking into me and things are just like, you know, the straps are pulling down. Well, even my sports bra straps pull. Like it's just, it's tough being a woman. <laughs> it's, it's tough out here to be a lady. But I'm just like, why do we subject ourselves to this so that our... So, A, that you can't see the underwear under your clothing, which, okay, that's fine. But so that they're lifted and look perkier, because then as soon as you take it off, they're not going to be. So, again, is it, then is it, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like it's something we've come to rely on, but do we, do we really need it? Or can we make adjustments to make it better? I feel like that's, we've been starting to see that a little bit more. I feel like women are making, um more comfortable and flattering um bras these days that that don't make you feel like you're constantly in pain i mean i personally take my bra off as soon as i get home so i can be comfortable and it is it's just like that <sighs> relief we all know we all know that feeling. <laughs> but there are benefits if you do choose to not wear a bra as often. It can help with circulation. It can help to, like, clear up any skin issues you may have, um, like any breakouts, especially, again, since it's summer and it's hot. Um, <laughs> but, you know, that, that sweat underneath, that, ugh, that band boob sweat, if you haven't experienced boob sweat, um, you're missing out. <laughs> it's quite the experience. And if you are larger chested, you may need that extra support for your back and just overall kind of control the situation up there. There is also a um, a con, I guess, of wearing bras, which is that it can actually cause your breasts to sag, which is interesting. So I know there's uh, been like myths about if you wear a bra when you sleep, what'll happen, but it's actually better for you to not because there's not an actual like physiological need to wear one. So let those titties breathe at night. It's too fucking hot. <laughs> and those girls want to get out anyway. I, so we've all woken up with like one titty that went out on an adventure that night and the other titties like you know, nice at home was sleeping the whole time. Uh, so, you know, just let them out and let them live their best lives. The biggest takeaway for today, I hope, is that you feel confident in whatever you're wearing and don't let the actual number size of whatever it says affect you mentally because you are a beautiful human being and you matter and you're amazing. And I encourage you to compliment other women when they look good. Tell them they look good. Compliment their shirt, their jewelry, their eyes, their hair, anything. Is I encourage you this week to just go out of your way to actually say something. Because a lot of times we think it in our head. But just go ahead and do that and see how much that um, perks that person up and hopefully changes their week. And 
know that you're looking freaking fabulous right now too. <laughs> um, I am still giving out Sassy and Sweats koozies to the first five people who leave a review on the podcast. Let me know what you're thinking and we will see you next Tuesday.